Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. All right, welcome back. I'm Lee Lonsberry. We have about 10 minutes of radio left, and we're going to have some fun during the course of the next 10 minutes, I uh, assure you. we Before the break, I, I mentioned that we were going to discuss what could be and what should be the word of the year. There are various uh, dictionary uh, publishers and websites uh, and also other kind of language organizations uh, that each year establish some kind of criteria. And the criteria is all different depending on uh, where you go. And they somehow analyze uh, the attitude of the English-speaking world or uh, the American English speaker. And they each year uh, declare – was there an accent there? Each year. Each year. Sorry. They declare uh, a word of the year. So depending, if you go to like Merriam-Webster, you're going to find one word. Uh, If you go to like uh, Collins, you'll find another word, the Collins English Dictionary. Uh, And Google also, you know, they keep track of uh, like searched words. Uh, But this year is different. This year is a little bit different. We have together uh, come to be uh, very familiar with a brand new lexicon. Right. Uh, I've used this phrase that I made up and coined. So uh, I'm going to trademark it, make sure no one uh, robs me of the value of this great phrase. Uh, You and I have all become uh, like armchair epidemiologists. Right. And through our uh, certification process on our way to becoming certified armchair epidemiologists, we have picked up a number of words. Of course, COVID-19. Right. COVID-19. Great. Don't like saying that anymore, uh, but it is uh, certainly a word that we have learned. Uh, another one, social distancing. Yeah, that has existed in the epidemiological world for a long, long time. But you and I now, with our armchair certification, we know well and good that social distancing is a word. So uh, what else have we learned? Uh, we have learned epidemic, pandemic, and outbreak. We know the difference between all of those uh, terms. Uh, community spread, contact tracing. Uh, martial law, yeah, a little, little lesser known, but uh, but we have uh, renewed our attention uh, to that phrase, martial law. Uh, self-quarantine, self-quarantine. Yeah, that's another one. Uh, index case, uh, super spreader. That's not a good thing, by the way. Uh, isolation and self-isolation. Uh, contagious versus infectious. Uh, virus itself. Uh, and the list uh, goes on and on uh, of all of the words that we have learned. Any one of those, in my opinion, uh, could certainly qualify uh, for 2020's word of the year. I'll walk back uh, in time a little bit in just a moment. But first, uh, I want to go to the phones. Uh, Adam has been uh, very patient. Adam from South Jordan has a nomination for the word of the year. Adam, what do you say? Uh, politics. Okay. Uh, Tell me why. Seems like every uh, movement, belief, event, 
uh, is being politicized and used for one side of the aisle or the other. It is crazy, right? Things that in other years or in other times you would never think of inserting politics. Uh, we find uh, politics and tribalism right there in the center of it. A- am I wrong? Has anything been spared? Is there anything uh, that's free of politics today in 2020? My, my children. <laughs> right? That's what I was thinking about. I was thinking about innocence. I was thinking about uh, young kids, little baby Piper. She doesn't know about this stuff, and we'll see how long we can shield her from it. Uh, Listen, Adam, I'm I'm grateful to you. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening, all right? Thank you. All righty. Politics. That's a good one. That's a a really good one. Uh, Politics, or maybe political, or politicization, something like that. Something that indicates that this year has been infected uh, with politics. That's an unfortunate thing. That's an unfortunate thing. Uh, all right, but let me let me turn now uh, to the text line. I put out the call, uh, and if you have a suggestion, if you want to get in on this conversation for the 2020 word of the year, it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be coronavirus related. Although uh, I bet you, I bet you that's where it's going to come from. Uh, give me a call 801-575-8255. That's the number to get on the line live. I'd love to chat with you. Like the conversation we just had with Adam, he suggests politics. Uh, it sees that nearly nothing has been spared with the infection of politics this year uh, and proposes that politics be the 2020 word of the year. If you disagree, if you've got an idea of your own, 801-575-8255. Or if you're a little bashful, uh, you, don't need to, you don't need to call. Send a text message, 575-00. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. I want to read through some of the texts that have come through here as I put out the, the request. What do you think? for a 2020 word of the year. And here's one. Text writes, word of the year? Whew! Whew! I get that one. And you wonder when that will come. When will that be? When will that moment uh, where we are able to just take a sigh of relief and say, uh, we are finally free of this nonsense? Uh, Hopefully soon. And hopefully... Listen, I don't mean to be overly dramatic, uh, but hopefully you've been able to find uh, a little bit of that in, in your own life. We talked in the last segment about finding bright spots and all that, and I, I, I do agree with that, and I've been looking for that. So I hopefully am able to, right in the midst of this nonsense, uh, take a little sigh of, uh, uh, sigh of relief. Uh, two words. This one's good. Oh, this one's good. Oh, this one's really good. Two words. 2020 word of the year. Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin, of soon-to-be Dancing with the Stars fame, cannot cannot wait for that. Cannot wait to see Carol Baskin. She killed her husband, right? Not, not that I had any desire to go down this road and share my Carol Baskin theory. Uh, but since you asked, even though you didn't, uh, my Carol Baskin theory is this. Her husband, uh, she and her husband, uh, they decided they wanted to part ways. Uh, but uh, but she was very insistent on uh, holding on to all the resources, right? Those millions of dollars and all the properties. And the husband says, I'll tell you what, fine. I'll tell you what, just keep it all. Keep the properties. Uh, keep this whole company we've got going. Keep all the millions. Just let me go and don't tell anyone where I'm going. And I think he hightailed it down to South America someplace where he lives today uh, with a little meager income. Maybe he's drawn interest on some of the money that Carol let him have. Uh, but I, I think he's alive. I don't think uh, I don't think he's dead and I don't think Carol killed him. Uh, anyway, I'm sure to be proven wrong on that later on. So two words, Carol Baskin for 2020's <laughs> suggested word of the year. Uh, another suggestion, imagine. Uh, imagine, that's a good one. Uh, maybe imagine what uh, what life will be like later or what it was before. Uh, and then here's one, do-over, do-over. Uh, I, I, I agree with that. I wouldn't mind uh, hitting the restart button on 2020, see if there's anything we could do uh, to, to, I don't know, put ourselves on a better course or maybe take some action that wouldn't uh, allow this whole deal to spread and 
have such a uh, an impact as it has. Uh, another word of the year suggestion, this one, virus. Virus. Uh, the year 2020, a word that describes it. One big, ugly year. One big, ugly year. Uh, and then... Uh, that's it. Those are the suggestions. Uh, five seven five zero zero. If you want to get in on this, Merriam-Webster each year uh, they uh, come up with their own word of the year. Uh, and here is uh, from Merriam-Webster. Here is uh, Peter Sokolowski, uh, who's uh, I guess a big boss uh, mover and shaker in the Merriam-Webster world. Uh, he describes here how they uh, select their word of the year. Webster's word of the year is determined by data. The word must have been a top lookup at merriamwebster.com in the past 12 months, and it must have seen a significant increase in lookups over the previous year. So pretty soon we should have uh, the, the word of the year, at least at least in, uh, according to Merriam-Webster, and they uh, do so by you know keeping track of Internet search terms and how much their website uh, is, is inquired about. So uh, here we go. I've got uh, Ryan from Salt Lake City on the phone, has a suggestion for uh, word of the year. Ryan, what do you say? Hey, you know, I think the word of the year should be essential. Okay, I like that. Tell me why. Yeah, well, I just learned the new meaning of essential. You know, I lost my job because I wasn't essential here the whole time I figured I was. In what line of work were you, if you don't mind me asking? You know, I'm I'm a window washer in Park City. I work for Sundance Window Cleaning. Oh, shoot. And that place was yeah. dramatically and, and, impacted. You know, to me, to me, it was essential. I needed that job to provide a living for my wife and my four kids. How have things gone for you since? Fantastic. I'm back to work. Things are awesome. Oh, great. Outstanding. Are you one of those daredevils who wears the harness and dangles off the side of the building? Uh, no, not anymore. <laughs> but you've, you, you, there, there, was a chapter, uh, there was a chapter of your life where that was the case? Yeah, there was a time in my life when I dangled off the side of the building. That's cool. Whenever I see the, whenever I see the, the window washers in the harness, uh, I am always, uh, <laughs> I am always admirable. Uh, uh, I cannot imagine doing that myself. Uh, I gotta uh, take a break. The long break. Uh, we'll see you uh, uh, on Monday. Looking forward to that. You want to get your nominations for Word of the Year? There's still time. Five seven five zero zero. That's it for me. Time to step aside for Jeff Kaplan's afternoon news here on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me, and this is the point where I thought I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.